This is Supernet Radio live live at supernetradio.com. Welcome to Supernet Radio. You're talking. Uh, we're talking today with Colin. Colin's here. We're we're gonna have this new show every week. It's called Simple Security Saturdays. Uh, it's aimed towards the the more simpleton uh, people like Uncle Frank and uh, you know people that normally don't use their computers too much and are concerned with security, just don't know how to do it. You know, most people know that they need simple things like an antivirus and uh, firewall, you know, and that, that's about all they know. So we're here to, to uh, today to cover more in depth, you know, what you need on your computer to keep you safe from attackers, from viruses, from worms, from malware. All right, so uh, you know, I, me personally, I don't, I don't know much. That's why Colin is here, and Colin will be explaining uh, the ins and outs and what what you need and what's good, uh, what what's good for free, what's what's uh, you know, if you want to pay for something, you know, what what's a better route if if it is a better route. So most people, are, I'm guessing, are using Windows, of course. You know, more, more you know, it's the simpler way to go. Unless, you know, you're really a techie and, you know, you're doing Ubuntu or uh, any of the Linux flavors. Uh, some people like Mac. I'm not sure if we have too much coverage on Mac. Do we have, do we have coverage on Mac, Colin? Uh, we have. Is there such thing as antiviruses for Mac? Yes, there is. Uh, actually, WebRoot does cover Mac. And it is considered one of the best ones, at least according to PC Mag. Uh, right up there with Bitdefender and Kaspersky. Is that is that an antivirus or is that a anti-malware? That's a antivirus. What 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 would you say uh, a regular person would need to just the basics to cover to cover themselves? So what applications would they need to just just as just for the basic security of a system. For basic security, you want about four different things. You want an antivirus, an anti-malware. The two are slightly different, though they do cover some of the same areas. An anti-keylogger, which is a very specific kind of antivirus, and a firewall. All right. Uh, so, so there's... Uh so, so there's a difference between an anti-malware and an antivirus, because I, I know I, I use malware bytes sometimes, and then sometimes, you know, mo- most of the time I have anti-VIR, right. which is an antivirus, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, but but you know, malware I only use when I'm in trouble, and I see I still see pop-ups coming up, and I see that anti-VIR is just not not doing the job. Yeah, uh, technically. A virus is a kind of malware. So an antivirus is actually technically in the category of anti-malware, but it is more specific, which is why I say you need uh, two different ones. Antivirus gets more of the big threats out, and anti-malware is more broad and gets more things like adware and things like that, uh, pups, potentially unwanted programs. So so would it be safe to say that... uh an antivirus would get more aggressive uh, viruses. Uh, is, is malware a virus also? 
I believe I believe mal uh, I believe it malware is also a type of virus, right? Yes. They're basically written in some type of code, from what I heard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what? So let's start with antiviruses. So we, a basic user needs four things. You said right. They need an antivirus. You said they need an. They need what you say. Uh, they they need anti malware, right? They need a firewall. What was the other one? Anti key logger. An anti key logger. That's that. That'll be an interesting. We'll save that one for last. I have no idea what that is, but uh, let's go to uh, antiviruses. What what would you suggest for Windows users for an antivirus? That that that's free. You know, that won't cost them anything, and you know, will keep them safe and secure. As far as free ones go, yeah, there is three sixty total security, which is a little bit big because. It does a little bit more than just antivirus. It does anti-phishing, shopping protection, and network threat blocking, as well as provides some hard drive cleanup tools. Uh, so it's it's pretty big. If you're looking for something smaller, faster, more lightweight, you would probably want to go with a fast, free antivirus. Why? Why would I look for something lightweight? Is is that is that a computer performance type of thing? Maybe my my computer can't handle something heavy. Is that it? Yeah, uh, and something that's heavier would slow your computer down more. Whereas something that's more lightweight will be much much faster. I see. So so if I'm already experiencing a slow computer, I would probably not want to choose that heavyweight antivirus, which is the 360. Correct. Who makes that 360? To be honest, I'm not sure who makes it. I think it's its own company. Okay. All right. Uh, so uh, is, is that Norton 360? I, I heard they have like a, uh, an antivirus, Norton 360, I heard. Uh, Norton in general, I know, is heavy. It's, it has tons of processes that run in the background. Every time I install that thing, I, I, I always it always upsets me because it's just, I see, I see five, six different processes from it running in the background. But uh, so, which one was the light one? Anti a vest. Do these do these antiviruses have like uh, an application control function in them, where uh, you you know would they possibly block things like a firewall? Would a vest by itself, if you're getting the free version, is just antivirus. There's no firewall attached to it. Gotcha. But version which I believe has a firewall with it. I know a lot of antiviruses if you get paid versions come with firewalls. I see. Okay. Uh, how about for Mac? You, you know that we covered Windows users. What would a Mac get? Uh, you, I believe you said it earlier. Uh, that was Webroot I believe? Yes, Webroot. Webroot would be the, the antivirus for Macs? Is uh, that is one I see on PC Mag that is uh, that is not free, but it's relatively cheap for an antivirus. I believe Webroot covers malware also, right? It does both. Yes, I believe so. I, I, I originally back in the day I remember that that was the first anti malware that I used to use. It was called Webroot. It was really really good. I'm not sure why I deviated from it, but it was really really good. Uh, and how about Linux users? Do they do they need to be concerned with viruses? I know Linux in general is a very secure operating system. Um, Linux users, you 
would think they wouldn't need to be, but it's probably best if they do. Uh, I know there's a free one ABG antivirus that you can get. It's command line, so it's not an easy user interface. But if you're using Linux, you probably should be familiar with command line already. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, more, I, 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 would, I would imagine that if you're using Linux, you would know some command line. I mean, I, I have issues with my own VPS trying to remember commands. Uh, so uh, how about firewalls? So what, what, what would be the difference between the, a firewall and an antivirus? I mean, why, why would I need a firewall? I mean, that, doesn't Windows have a firewall? Why would I want another one? Okay, Windows does have a firewall, but that firewall only blocks incoming connections. So, the thing with a specific firewall program is that it will block outgoing connections from viruses that could potentially already be on your computer. So that they can't establish a connection with a site and say, give your information away. Okay. so, what, so you recommend uh, a third-party firewall? Correct. What, what, what would this firewall do? You know, does it? Uh, you know, what will it do when I install it? When, when I install it, is it gonna? Is it gonna block important things of mine? Am I? Or is it gonna? Does it automatically block hackers? Does it block? You know, ports. I know there's ports on, in a computer, right? Does it, does it monitor the ports? It all depends on which one you're getting. Uh, different free, uh, different firewalls do different things. Again, there are free ones, there are paid ones. And the paid ones, uh, the best one for a paid firewall would be Komodo or Komodo. I'm not really sure how you pronounce it. And what they do oh. is Huh? Sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I heard a Komodo dragon, right? Is that it? Komodo dragon? Yes, Komodo dragon is a web browser made by Komodo. And so, so Komodo dragon is a, a, a great firewall? Uh, Komodo dragon is a browser, but they do have a Komodo firewall uh, made by the same company. Okay, well, that, that's good. Uh, Komodo dragon... Uh, would it monitor my my ports? Because I I'm I'm concerned with ports personally. I know I know port eighty is uh is for internet, right? And that's where most things come in and out of when I'm cruising the internet is port eighty. Uh, you know, is it would it monitor what comes in and out on port eighty? Because that that's that's my main concern is port eighty. Your main concern is port eighty. It's the the amount of threats that could come through port eighty, I, you know, I heard is is uh, you know, depending on the amount of the websites you go to, of course, but uh, you know, would it would it block port eighty, or would it be able to monitor the traffic on port eighty, or is that or is that an antivirus function? It wouldn't block port eighty specifically because I mean you need port eighty to browse the internet in general. Right. Oh, yeah. So it's not a good idea to block port eighty ever. No. Do, do you know? Do you know what ports, you know, should be open just regularly? Well, that really depends on what you're using them for. Like, there's ports for email specifically. There's ports for, uh, like you said, there's port eighty for browsing the internet, 
and uh, I know Next uses different ports as well. And okay. All right. Well, if if there's a threat, would would a fire would the third party firewall alert me to the threat? Third party firewall would alert you uh, that something is trying to connect to the internet uh, without your permission. So tells you what applications are trying to connect to the internet when they're doing it, and depending on what level of uh, power you give the firewall or what level of security you grant to it, it will maybe block things that you want to connect to the internet and give you pop-ups which could get annoying after a while but you can always whitelist them so it won't block them anymore oh well that that's a that's a nice feature all right so so you're saying that if something if something bad tries to access the internet on my computer or vice versa it's going to pop up and let me know and i have the decision to block it if i want to Correct. That that's that's fantastic. Uh, you you said there's a level of security that it'll uh, it'll so I, I could I could whitelist or blacklist it. You're saying so, and I know what that is. A whitelist is uh, you know if I whitelist it, that means I allow it, right? And if I blacklist it, that means that's it. It's done. I I do not allow you to to access the internet. I don't know what you are. Yes. You know, sometimes I get that with the NXT wallet, I noticed. Yeah. Uh, NXT, it, it thinks java.exe is something bad. But I, I noticed it, it's my, fire, my, my antivirus that, that, no, that thinks it's a, a harmful script. And it, it, uh, it tries to block it. Uh, so I have to add it to... Uh, like the safe zone inside the antivirus, yes. Telling it, you know, Java.exe is okay. You know, let let it let it ride. You know, so I, I do I do notice that. Uh, let Let's move on. What was the third thing? Oh, uh, anti malware. We haven't covered anti malware. Uh, so 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 far we, we you need an antivirus. All right, we've covered the types of antiviruses. You got we got Komodo Dragon for Mac, right? Oh no, that's the firewall for Mac. Or a web web root. Well, that's a paid firewall. There's also Zone Alarm, which is a free firewall. Oh, Zone Alarm. That goes back. That's that's old school. Yeah. I remember Zone Alarm. So okay, so they, you can use Zone Alarm for Mac. That's that's awesome. I like Zone Alarm. Uh, Zone Alarm does Mac. Uh, I do know that they are free though. Oh okay. All right. So that's something for our, our listeners to look into. Free is always great. Uh, we have the web root. Uh, we have web root. You have, uh, for Mac, you have Bitdefender or Kaspersky for PC. Both are considered rated very, very high as far as paid ones go. Right. Uh, and Avast is rated very, very high as far as free antivirus goes. Awesome. Okay. So let, let's get to anti-malware. Uh, I personally use malware bytes. Absolutely. Uh, is, is that the same one you recommend? Yes, definitely. Uh, I, 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 there's a free version and a paid version. I know I have the free version. Actually, don't tell anybody, but I cracked it and I have the, the paid version too. I don't recommend that to anybody except me. Really? <laughs> don't crack the software. Pay for it if you like it. Yada, yada, yada. If you're broke, get in contact with me and I'll show you how to crack it. <laughs> uh, so, 
anti so that that would be good for Windows. Is do there is malware bytes available for other operating systems? I mean, can can you use malware bytes on on Mac or Linux, or are there other ones? Do you, you suggest for those? I'm not sure. I didn't look into whether malware bytes was compatible with Mac or Linux, so that'd be something the user would have to look well, into a little bit. Well, 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 you know what? The the web root I believe covers Mac. I'm pretty sure of it. Yeah. For Linux, I'm, you know what? I've never, I'm not a, too much of a Linux guy. You know, I fondled it a little bit, but uh, I, I don't, I don't, I, I never really use it on the regular basis. But uh, and honestly, I, I never, when I do, I never really concern myself with security because I always, I always feel very protected when using Linux in general. Yes, that is. Yeah, I'm like, who, who's gonna try to hack this thing? It's complicated as hell. Uh, but uh, with Windows, you know, Windows, unfortunately, you could execute all sorts of scripts easily. You know, problem is when you make an operating so easy, it makes it easy for everybody else to do what they have to do on your yeah. computer. Uh, so we got so malware bytes. Everybody is the one to go to. That is, uh, I personally use it. It's the best. Uh, so uh, in emergency situations, I have to say though, when when I have an issue. Uh, I will go to ESET online antivirus, uh, ESET online antivirus, and it it's uh, you, it doesn't even install in your computer. Uh, when I when I have issues, you know, and things are really bad, you know, where I'm at, oh man, I got to reload this operating system again. I I personally go to ESET online scanner, and it does a scan of your whole computer, and it removes all the all the garbage from the computer. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure how well it works with malware, but with viruses, it'll. It does the job. I've. I've done it a, a, quite a few times, and it. It's really amazing. I mean, I, that. And I love the fact that it doesn't ins- need to install in the computer in order for it to work. So uh, is that. Uh, is that free or is that paid? Yeah, it's free. You go to ESET online scanner. It scans your computer. It removes the viruses. Even better. Yeah, it's. It's. It's actually pretty amazing. Uh, so definitely look into that, folks. If you know. If you're having issues, you see pop-ups, you see some some odd things happening. Normally, you know, most of the time, a good virus will, will not, you won't even notice it's there. Uh, a, a better virus would probably disable your antivirus. Yes. Uh, I, I know, I know I'm, I'm a network engineer. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't work much with this stuff. You know, I have a help desk that takes care of it, but, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not it's not a very very common thing for me to use these things, but uh, when when it comes to actually cleaning it up, ESET is definitely the best. Uh, that that's the first one I, I would use. Uh, let let's go over to uh, what what was that fourth thing you said it was an anti keylogger? Correct. What would I need that for? I mean, I got all this protection already. Why would I need another one? Well, a keylogger is. Usually, if you get a keylogger on your computer, you are in trouble. And an anti-keylogger, what it does is it's specific to keyloggers, which actually track the keystrokes you write in. They also have clipboard uh, loggers, which, I mean, they do, every time you copy and paste something, they'll copy that and send it out. I see. I, I normally, normally, uh, you know, like a, a habit I've gotten into is is using copy paste instead of uh, using the keys on my keyboard because I, I I know there are 
viruses that record the keys on my keyboard when I'm typing. So I like to copy and paste my passwords. And but there are some viruses which can capture that as well. Wow. So they, they, you're saying that they could take stuff from my clipboard? And, yes. and, the, and the clipboard people, that, that's, that's a, a program on your computer that actually, uh, everything, everything you copy puts it on this application called the clipboard. And then it, it uses that clipboard to, for a reference to paste wherever you want to paste what you copied. So, so, so what my tactic of copying and pasting is is not is is not very effective, or is it is it better than actually typing it? It's better than typing it, but there are still viruses which can capture that as well. So, Xanti Keylogger will will take care of that. Depends on which one you get. If you get uh, Zamana, which is what I recommend. Right. It has anti-keylogger, anti-clipboard logger, anti-screen logger, anti-webcam logger, and anti-mic logger. Oh, wow. All that comes bundled in it. How do you spell that? Zimana? That sounds complicated. I, I don't think I could spell that. Uh, Z, Z-A-E? <clears throat> just Z. Oh, Z-E-M-A-N-A? Yep. Z-E-M-A-N-A anti-logger people so that that's that's a uh, number four so altogether with the anti-logger we you need four programs to defend yourself against any malicious attacks yes you have you have all four of these programs on your windows computer you should be secure from just about everything wow of course windows in and of itself like you said Windows isn't the most secure operating system. Right. I, I, I see a lot of updates all the time for Windows. Security update this, security update that. Do you recommend doing all those security updates constantly? It's a bit of a pain in the ass. It's a bit of a pain in the ass, but yes, I do recommend it. I, sometimes when I, when I do an update, I notice it slows down my computer a little bit. So I, I kind of, I'm weary of doing that. Yeah, you're definitely right. Uh, you know, those, those patches are there for a reason, I believe. They, they probably find holes, right, in their operating system. They try to patch it up constantly. So, all right, so, so not only do you need four applications, an antivirus, anti-malware, a firewall, and a keylogger, you should do updates. You should do Windows updates. How about updates to the, the other applications? Uh, you know, Windows could have holes in it and, and you know, issues and, you know, that they find and they patch. You know, security issues. How about like applications like Chrome, you know, that my browser and or, or Firefox or, uh, you know, any other applications. Do you recommend updating those constantly on a regular basis? Yes, those also get uh, those also get frequent security updates. So I would recommend that as well. Even something like Java, which um, especially something like Java, because it's been known to have security holes in it. And there are frequent security updates to it, so I would recommend updating Java as well if you get the chance. I, I, I heard from the grapevine that you know a little Java. Is that true? Yes. Oh, yeah? What, what do you do with Java? I mean, they, I know it's a language, like a coding language. But yeah. what, what could you do with it? Well, one thing I like to do is I like to play around with the next source code, see what I can do with it. Oh, is, is the next... The NXT source code 
Yes. Is that Java? Java. Wow. So you can play around with that. Uh, there's a number of other things that are written in Java, but the fun thing about Java is that because it runs in a Java virtual machine, any computer that has this virtual machine installed in it can run any Java program. So instead of having to write, let's say, uh, one code for Mac, one code for PC, one code for Linux. You write one code and it works for all of them. Oh, because Java is compatible with all the operating systems? Correct. Oh, very nice. It, it, for, for beginner coders, what would you recommend? Would you recommend them getting into Java first? Java is a very easy one to learn. Uh, even easier than that is JavaScript. Is, is that like... Uh, is that like uh, J J Node? Oh, oh no, JavaScript is 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 that is that web for web JavaScript? Mainly for web, it does have some other uses, but it's definitely mainly for internet. All right, I, I just wanted to touch upon that for you know we we do have some technical viewers, so uh, let's get back let's get back to uh, securing the the PC. So we got the updates, antivirus. Anti-malware, firewall, keylogger, and do your updates. Uh, how about how about like um, how about like like networking on the networking side? Is there is there do you recommend some type of uh, physical firewall? Maybe like uh, you know some a router between the computer and and the internet. You know, like or, or maybe another computer with dual internet. You know. Uh, you know, acting as a firewall, that, that, I know that's a complicated setup. With yeah, that is, a, that is a complicated setup. It's definitely possible. But, but at, in, the, in a more simpler fashion, what, like, do you recommend a router maybe? Because I know I've been told to get a router, you know, just, yeah. just so it's like one more step, one more thing that they have to go through in order to get to my computer. Yes, with the router, uh, they can't physically access your machine if the router blocks it. A router is essentially like a physical firewall that has its own secure code so that an attacker can't come through your machine or can't come through the internet and get directly to your machine. They have to first go through your router, which has its own firewall. And me, from a networking side, I know that uh, a, a router has its own IP address, right? Yes. So, so uh, me uh, also, I, I've worked for uh, ISPs before, and right. yeah. So, so when I'm looking at a person on the ISP end, uh, that's an internet service provider for people who don't know uh, ISP. When I'm looking at you from the ISP side, all I see is your modem. So that little device that the, the company gives you has its own IP address. That modem itself has an IP address. Yes. And then, and then your computer, and then normally there's, uh, it's forwarded to your computer. Uh, but these days, there's a, it's, the modems are now have a router built into it. So you'll you'll get like a modem with four ports in the back instead of just one. I believe Verizon does that now, and in Optimum Online. 
so I, I would so I would say get another router just for extra an extra layer of protection, right? Because because that modem, you don't want to use that modem as as uh, your front line because that's supposed to be your front line on a regular basis. You know, so uh, what what the router does is it takes the IP address and it subnets it into into other IP addresses. They're kind of fake IP addresses just for your personal network. So you would get like a one nine two one six eight yada 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 instead of the original six nine that you know the official one for your your computers. You don't want to use that official one on your. So if you do a if you go to ipchicken.com. And you look at your, your IP address, and your IP address isn't a 192.168, then you most likely don't have a router, and, and you, you have a, a direct connection straight to your modem, which makes you easy, easy to hack. Yes. So definitely, definitely a router, you know, and me on the networking side, I know, I know a lot about that. Uh, a router is the most important, I believe, is one of the most important things you need. Uh, you know, other than that, uh, I, you know, the software side, I think, I think you covered it all. Um, you know, what else do you recommend? Are there daily habits that people should get into? Yeah, uh, what I do is I actually use a, uh, a password management program. Right. Uh, I like KeePass, uh, KeePass 2. That's K-E-E-P-A-S-S-2, so it's not... Spell how you think it would be spelled. Like, oh, is that is that like a robo form or uh they, I, I I know I, I use one, I forgot the name of it. Uh I I use something called sticky password. Oh nice. I, I, I like the fact that it I mean I don't like the fact that it uploads my passwords to a, a central database, but I pay for the service. And you know, if I ever my computer ever goes down, I always have my passwords. And and there's like a management console in in there where I could I could uh, tell it what computers uh, are allowed to have the program installed on it, and it'll tell me if somebody else tries. KeyPass, what what's KeyPass? It's similar except it doesn't use a central database. It stores it locally on your computer, so. There is a risk of losing your passwords if your computer dies, but at the same time, it is uh, you don't have to worry about it being on a central database somewhere. Right, which is my concern. Yeah, that I, I, you know what, I like that better. Uh, I don't like my pass, you know, because all these companies they have employees, and you don't know what these employees could do. You know, they, they don't have full control of their operations. You know, we could tell that by the exchanges lately, right? Yeah, you can. You know, people taking keys and, and taking thousands of Bitcoins. You know, and me, and me personally, I believe that, it, you know, the exchanges these days, they're, they're using it as an excuse. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, they see one, one exchange got away with it, the other one got away with it. Hey, why not us? You know, why, do, why not us walk away with 40,000 Bitcoins, right? No, and we'll just say uh, it was a virus, you know, or somebody attacked us. It's a, it's a silly thing, really. I, you know, we instant decks can't come out fast enough. Yeah. I mean, I, I know they're working diligently right now to get that working. 
Uh, I'm talking about the Supernet. If you go to supernet.org, uh, it's it, it is a community of people that are uh, are working on making crypto more decentralized and more anonymous. Um, and allow put it basically putting the power back in people's hands, you know. So I, I'm not sure if it'll work with Bitcoin. Have you heard of, Have you heard them mention that at all? If the services Instandex will work with Bitcoin, so Instandex is is going to be a decentralized exchange. So it'll be more peer to peer. And with the technology that uh, JL seven seven seven, he's a chief and commander. He, he came up with this uh, method of onioning and uh, teleport, right? Yeah, teleport as well as uh, telepathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them are very good, but uh, I feel like that's a different show. But Yeah, so- definitely. We'll, we'll just touch upon it here just so you know people could get a, a little interested in, in the, the great new advances in technology that's coming out. I mean, there, there's some really amazing stuff going on out there. People visit supernet.org. Oh, you know, we they if if you're not into cryptocurrencies, maybe you you should get into it. You know, maybe maybe you should you should definitely look at getting getting rid of that fiat in your pocket because that fiat is gonna burn you one day. I, I believe that they're saying about three years till the whole system crashes, right? Uh you know that and that's just a prediction of course, but uh you know, when that crashes, your 401k crashes, everything crashes, everything's gone. Uh, or it's worth absolutely nothing. Uh, these days, the, the more they print, the, the, the more your dollar is worth nothing. Uh, it's, it, it, it goes down every day. Uh, so, you know, you, you might want to look at into this new technology. Cryptocurrencies is definitely a new exploration of uh, technology where you know it it, it's it's a worked by us the people uh many developers many smart uh very uh intuitive people that are are putting this together and they're just regular people like you and me i talk to them regularly every day and uh they got kids and they're just regular people and they love to code they're just coders you know and uh I believe we have really, really intelligent coders on our team here. Uh, and you know what? In the rest of the crypto universe, there's definitely other intelligent coders, you know? And, and one of the problems is that I see in the crypto, the crypto universe here is that, you know, the, these cryptos are attacking each other, you know? Oh, I'm better than you. You know, our technology is better. You know, it's, it's the stupidest thing because we're all... We're, we're all fighting the system. We're, we're, all, we're, all, we're all here to make something that's better than what's out there now. Why are we fighting amongst each other? We should be getting our brains together and coming up with some amazing stuff. You know, but of course, it comes down to the dollar. Well, what were you saying, Kyle? Some amazing stuff like teleport. Yeah, that teleport, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, proprietary at the moment to Supernet. Uh, JL77 uh, came up with that. Uh, you know, I, it, it, does, it, does it work with... It? All right, we'll, we'll save that for another show. But, uh, you know, it, what I was saying is, it, you know, we, we got we to gotta break these walls, you know? 
instead of instead of building a new Slack for your team, jump into the SuperNet Slack. Let you know. Let, let's make the super. You know, and I like the SuperNet Slack. You know, and Slack is the the community, the chat. You know, there's about four four hundred and twenty people or something, right? Yeah. In there at the moment, and so I mean, it's the the whole the whole uh, moral, the whole you know theme is that uh, you know everybody needs to work together here in Slack. You know, JL seven seven says it himself. He says, uh, you know, we're not against. I mean, he has a quote, right? It's, we're, we're we're all against fiat. You know, in the end of the day, we're all all against fiat. You know, and and everybody here works together. We we have a lot of uh, people from other coins here, a lot of developers from other coins. You know, that have joined in. You know, even though they're not part of Supernet, they're they're here and they're and they're they're working with us. You know, because they believe the same thing. You know, and now, uh, you know, stop building new forums. Stop building new. You know, actually, it's not bad to build a forum because it, SEO wise, it does get the word out more. But uh, you know, get get your intelligence in here with the rest of the intelligence uh, community, and uh, you know, everybody knows something different. You know. Yeah. Every once in a while, somebody goes, I need something, you know, who knows how to do this? You know, and, and, and somebody out of nowhere will go, I know how to do this. I could do that for you. You know, and the more people we have that could do that, you know, the more we're going to get accomplished faster. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's a bit aggravating to see people building more walls, in my opinion. Uh, you know, you, we, we don't need another slack. We don't need another, just, just join the super, just jump in. I mean, there's a whole community here that you could talk to. I mean, I, I've been in a, quite a few Slacks, you know, Slack communities. I mean, nobody ever talks. There's nobody ever in there. I mean, it's, it's dead. I don't even go back to them anymore because it's, it's dead. I mean, they, they, this, this Slack, this super nice Slack, constant talking all the time. I mean, I, 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 I got to take a break from it sometimes. I... Uh, I can't, I can't, my girlfriend yells at me, she's like, she's like, oh, you know, come watch a movie with me, like, no, I can't right now, you know, some, some new stuff going on, <laughs> you know, I can't. I'm interested, so, uh, yeah, you, you definitely, definitely, uh, you know, if you're a developer out there, or, you know, you, you, you have something to contribute, even if you don't have something con to contribute, you know, go to supernet.org, uh, there's a, a menu option called chat. There's an email there, an email address. I believe it's info at supernet.org. And send your email address. Send it from an non-email address. We don't need to know who you are. Ask for an invite. We'll invite you in. It's that simple. Yeah. There's, no, there's, no, there's nobody that's not accepted. We want everybody in here. The whole crypto community should be here. Uh, forget that toilet Bitcoin talk. Uh, that that's that has gone into the shitter that 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 form. You know, there's pe there's people that are probably paid to go in there and just talk fud all day, just so that they could increase the amount of uh, you know activity that goes on on that forum, which you know increases the popularity of the forum. Yada yada yada. Uh, 
this is like this is like a live chat with multiple channels, and you can look in and see what people are talking about. So, uh, you know, you, you said you said you started mining again, Colin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just started mining again. What uh, yeah, like yeah, Litecoin? Huh? Well, what are you mining? So I have no idea what they're actually mining. They switch back and forth, but you get to choose what you're paid out in. Oh, that, that's I, I see. That's one of those multi pools. Yeah. Right. Uh, me personally, I use uh, Altnuts. Altnuts.com. Uh, they're they're a pretty badass pool. Uh, I get paid out regularly every night. I get to see my stats on the website, and. Uh, the owner of the site is doing some amazing stuff. I mean, within the next couple months, we're going to see some amazing stuff come out of that pool. I mean, if you're not on that pool, you should you should give it a try. I mean, it's a it's a pretty pretty popular pool. Uh, you know, they they definitely uh, you know uh, he's reached out to me personally because I've spoken to him. He's one of uh, you know, he's one of our friends on the network. Uh, we, you know, we, we exchange links. He's got a link on our site. We got a link on his, you know, so it works. You know, that that's just good SEO. Um, but he's he was telling me some stuff. I can't say it, but the stuff that's coming out is going to be the coolest coolest thing I've I've never seen in a pool before. And I've I've mined them all. I mean, what one of my favorite ones was LTC Rabbit. You ever heard of that one? No. That was that was a cool one. I mean, it died. It died pretty quickly with L- L- LTC, but uh, which is Litecoin. Uh, it died pretty quickly, but they had their own operating system with the mining software in it. So all you had to do was just plug it in. It was it was it was really, really innovative. I, I really liked it. Uh, it c- kind of died down though. But I imagine if if Litecoin ever gets popular again, it would probably pick up. It's still alive. Uh, anything anything else you want to? Uh, Want to throw out there for our security uh, Saturday? You know, maybe maybe some some tips. You know, is is there a place maybe people could contact you for consulting if they if they they want you know some personal attention? You know, they they feel that they've been compromised. You know, they they feel they have some type of security issues. Is there a place that they could contact you for a consultation? Uh, yeah. Number one place would always be Slack, but uh, if there's somewhere else uh, if you prefer to email me, you can always email me at cmlacina at gmail.com. That's C-M-L-A-C-I-N-A at gmail.com. Uh, and I can talk to you through there. Okay. Is, is there, do, do you charge per hour or is there, now are, are you charging me right now? I'm not charging you right now. All right. Uh, I just oh I, I got scared for a second, I mean, dude. Uh, you know we're, we're Supernet Radio is pretty new. We can't afford anything right now, right? But uh, is it is it uh, you know, what what what's the cost if I wanted you to uh, secure my systems? I would charge hourly uh, about twenty an hour. And uh, about how many how many hours for a, uh, a regular Windows system? How many hours would it would it, you know? Would you say it takes for regular Windows system? Yeah. Uh, if you're just going to be doing the basics, that could be done really fast. I would say 
less than two hours. Yeah, so for like 20, 30 bucks, you get Colin on your computer. He's going to set you up with a nice, uh, a nice secure, secure uh, place where you could work, right? So you don't have to feel like you're getting hacked all the time. That sounds like a deal. I mean, I, 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 throw, I throw you 30 bucks for that. I, I, honestly, I would throw you 30 bucks just so I don't have to research it and, uh, and do it myself. Uh, but it, it's a good, uh, good job today, Colin. Uh, everybody, we're going to have this show uh, every Saturday. All right, we're going to come up with new, new security topics. And uh, I suggest you tune in so you learn a little something. Uh, next week, we're probably going to talk about wallets and how to protect your wallet. Uh, you know, I know a lot of a lot of newcomers don't even know what I'm talking about when I say wallet. I'm talking about the cryptocurrency. Uh, cryptocurrencies have wallets where you store your coins in. So if you you have Bitcoin, the most basic one, uh, you have a, a Bitcoin wallet, and the Bitcoin wallet needs to be secured. All right. So next week we're going to show you how to secure your Bitcoin wallet and everything involved in that. All right, so uh, definitely tune in. Uh, this is educational. Uh, we are not getting paid to do this. Uh, we're coming to you to educate the crypto community because uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of newcomers out there, a lot of people that feel Bitcoin is dead. It is not. It is very much alive. Uh, when I say Bitcoin, I mean crypto. All of, all of crypto. Maybe Bitcoin might die one day. Who knows? But you know what? There's 500 other dif different types of cryptos out there. You know, you got all types, right? What, what, what do we got? We got Bitcoin Dark. We got Opal Coin. We got, uh, we got Bullberry. We got Vericoin, you know, which, you know, you got NXT, which has a whole platform that trades assets like the stock exchange. I mean, there's some amazing developments. If you haven't looked into it recently, you should definitely look into it. Uh, you could jump on Slack, start talking to people. I mean, don't be shy. I mean, even if you could, you cannot use your real name and ask all the questions you want if you if you're shy. All right. So, uh, good show today, Colin. Thank you. All right, and uh, on that, we're gonna end it. Everybody, you have yourself a wonderful day. All right, Colin, I'll talk to you later, buddy. Talk to you later, Lutz.